seems like Michaels is going to have a pretty clear advantage in terms of the money because he's self-funding and he's worth $500 million. I still give the edge to Clayfish in this race uh, because of her grassroots support. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. Welcome to another edition of Fact Check. Fact Check is your only dependable source of state and local news from a conservative perspective. Donald Trump has made an endorsement in the race for Wisconsin governor. Trump has snubbed GOP frontrunner Rebecca Clayfish, instead opting to endorse businessman Tim Michaels. Bill, you've been working on this, researching this story specifically. What have you learned? Well, the obvious question is, why would President Trump choose to endorse a relatively unknown candidate instead of endorsing the frontrunner and the top vote-getter at the Republican State Convention? who is Rebecca Clayfish. She won uh, the endorsement vote with 55% of the delegate votes at the state convention. She didn't earn uh, the endorsement because she didn't get to 60%. But it's interesting that he chose to endorse somebody who really most people probably don't know a lot about. Uh, and that, that brings up questions. I've heard rumors that Rebecca Clayfish may have said something that caused offense but I've not been able to find any evidence of that. There's no reporting on it. Hmm. Interestingly, Governor Scott Walker has endorsed Rebecca Clayfish. All right, so it's shaping up to be a slobber knocker. How important is Trump's endorsement for governor, really? Really an interesting question. So I went to Ballotpedia, where they track all of Trump's endorsements, and I found a recap of his endorsements for governor. And there have been six races in which the primary election has already happened. The candidates that Trump has endorsed are three wins and three losses. His endorsed candidates won in Texas, Arkansas, and Pennsylvania, but his endorsed candidates lost in Nebraska, Idaho, and probably most notably Georgia. People probably remember all of the uh, conflict between Trump and the governor and secretary of state of Georgia over alleged Mm -hmm. election fraud. So interesting that both of those people actually won in spite of Trump endorsing their opponent. We conducted a poll on the WIZM uh, Fact Check Facebook page. So I just encourage people, if you're not a member of Fact Check WIZM on Facebook, Go there, become a member of our group, then you can participate in future polls. And this is not a scientific poll. However, I do think the results are interesting. And what we found was that 55% of people said it's not important who Trump endorses. That's interesting, a majority. 41% said it was going to cause them to look more closely at Tim Michaels and his campaign. And just 2% said that Trump's endorsement was all that they needed. So how how important is Trump's endorsement? Another factor that people tend to forget is that in the Wisconsin presidential primary of April 2016, Trump earned only 35% of the vote in the state of Wisconsin. So it looks to me like Trump's endorsement is a big boost to Tim Michaels. He's running as a political outsider, kind of in that same lane as Kevin Nicholson mm-hmm. and Tim Ramthan. So I think this definitely uh, gives him a big boost in terms of who the political outsider candidates are. I don't think it's enough to power him to victory in the August primary. So who is he? What do we know about him? 
Well, as many of our listeners responded in the poll, uh, I was curious about that too. Tim Michaels is the owner of Michaels Corporation. He's reputed to be worth over $500 million. Michaels Corp is one of the largest construction companies in the United States. I've, I've heard that it's one of the four largest. What's interesting is Michaels Corporation has some affiliations that raise some important questions about where he stands on issues that Republicans and conservatives care about. According to Wisconsin Right Now, which is a conservative news outlet, Michaels Corp has secured $1.3 billion in state contracts since 2008. Some of those contracts are for building road projects. They also uh, were involved in building uh, a project for Foxconn. And my understanding is one of their big projects has been building the subway system in New York City. But there's some questions about some of the groups that Michaels Corp is affiliated with. So, for instance, the Wisconsin Transportation Builders has favored increasing gas taxes in Wisconsin, and Michaels Corp is on the board of that organization. Another affiliation is with the Wisconsin Contractors Association, which lobbied against bills to make Wisconsin a right-to-work state and lobbied against repealing the prevailing wage law. Those actions probably won't be popular with conservatives. Michaels Corporation is also involved in a group called Contractors Business Group, and it raises some serious questions because that group was behind the Scott Holes campaign that contributed to Governor Scott Walker losing re-election in 2018. Talk a little bit more about the Scott Holes campaign for those who aren't familiar. There were a number of groups that really raised the issue of the condition of roads in Wisconsin in the 2018 gubernatorial election. They were trying to pin this on the fact that Scott Walker supposedly had not spent enough money on roads. Walker desperately tried to argue that his increases in spending were $3 billion more than what Tony Evers had spent. But this group uh, ran what I think was probably a very effective campaign because in general, the roads in Wisconsin are not in great condition, mm-hmm. and um, and there probably does need to be more money spent there. Uh, famously, Walker announced at the Wisconsin Counties Association meeting in September of 2018, right here in La Crosse, that if he was reelected, he was going to return to the 30% funding formula. So he was going to increase uh, state aids to local governments back to the 30% level that Uh, that they previously had been funded at. So it was a really effective uh, criticism of the governor. And again, Michaels was a part of this group, contractors business group, that was behind the Scott Holes campaign. Wisconsin right now also raised questions about the fact that Michaels owns a $17 million mansion in Connecticut, and three of his children have graduated from high schools in that area. So they're kind of calling into question whether he's really from Wisconsin or not. Right. Which, uh, Michael says he lives here more than half of the year, but there's some people who may not like that. I think the other questions about the political involvement of, of his company with these various groups and the causes that they have campaigned for are going to probably give some indigestion to Republican voters. So, uh, In 2004, he ran against Russ Feingold for the United States Senate, 
he lost pretty convincingly 55 to 41. Prior to that, in 1998, he lost a primary uh, in the Republican Party for the Wisconsin State Senate. So he is a prominent Republican donor in Wisconsin. Uh, He continues to give money to conservative candidates. He's reported to be worth over $500 million. Now, how important is that in this primary race for governor in Wisconsin? I would say a lot because that's a lot of money. Money is definitely very important. So I read one report that says he's now spent over $4 million on TV ads. So that eclipses the the money that Rebecca Clayfish had raised as of the beginning of this year. She'd raised about $2.6 million. Recently, a, a political action committee bought $1.5 million worth of television ads for her. But it, it does call into question whether or not Clayfish and groups allied with her are going to be able to match the kind of money that Tim Michaels might be willing to spend. So seems like Michaels is going to have a pretty clear advantage in terms of the money because he's self-funding and he's worth $500 million. I still give the edge to Clayfish in this race uh, because of her grassroots support. She spent 12 years attending Republican Party events. That's county party events like Lincoln dinners, office openings, uh, the county caucuses. Shaking hands, kissing babies, the old-fashioned way. The third congressional, the the congressional district caucuses, the state convention, and she's been fundraising for candidates. She raised, came to my fundraiser and helped me raise money when I ran for the state senate back in 2012. So she's built up a lot of really strong supporters in the Republican Party. And so this is kind of shaping up to be a really interesting matchup. Because there's this age-old argument in, in politics as to whether it's better to run a media-based campaign or whether it's better to run a grassroots campaign. And you have to remember that Michaels skipped that whole process. So while all these other candidates from January through May were attending all these party functions and meeting the delegates and getting to know them, Tim Michaels wasn't around, mm-hmm. so a lot of people have formed. He was in Connecticut. <laughs> it was know. that half of the year. <laughs> I don't know where he was, but he, he wasn't out on the campaign trail uh, meeting delegates. And so those are the people who do the work of the campaigns. They're the people who knock on the doors, make the phone calls, put up yard signs, write letters to the editor. They're also the people who help shape opinion in their communities. I get these phone calls all the time around elections, people calling me up and asking me which candidates they should support. So I think that Clayfish has still has the clear advantage with the grassroots. I think Michaels probably has the ability to spend more money than she and her allies can spend, but that remains to be seen. When do you think you'll have a better handle on what's really shaking out? Well, the the deadline for reporting this period is June 30th. So in early July, we'll get to see just how much money Rebecca Clayfish has raised since the beginning of this year. And we'll get to see how much money she spent on on things like television. We'll be able to see how much money the Michaels campaign spent. I still think she's the front runner. The fact that she's more of the mainstream establishment type of candidate, she's got the support of the party and a lot of elected officials, I think still puts her out in front. And the fact that uh, Nicholson has announced that he's not dropping out of the race, 
Looks like Ramthan plans on staying in two. That means Michaels is competing against those two people who, as I mentioned, have been campaigning, you know, for a lot longer. So will Trump's endorsement help him? I think it will, but he's still competing for the same type of voter. The the people that are looking for a political outsider, that vote looks like it's going to get split up three ways. And I think that means Rebecca Clayfish is still out in front to win the Republican primary for governor. All right, fact check listener, we would love to know what you have to say about that. Uh, let us know who you like for governor and why on the Facebook group Fact Check Wisdom with Bill Fian. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. Thanks again for listening and subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.